Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. I am so thrilled to have Kate Toon joining me today. This woman shows up so unapologetically with her personal brand, and it has seen her business skyrocket. But more than that, it's helping Kate to live the life that she wants to live and to have a good day, as she so aptly tells us. Please listen in now, but I just wanted to give a little bit of an intro to Kate in case you hadn't heard of her. I mean, in my world, she's a rock star, but this is a little bit more about Kate. She's an award-winning digital marketing entrepreneur, an online business success story, a Google beast tamer, straight-talking copywriting coach, and a popular educator, speaker, author, and podcaster. She's a proud business misfit, a mad good hula hooper, and a slightly wonky roller skater. I've been connected with Kate for a number of years on social media, but I actually found her originally through the Hot Copy podcast and just loved the way she talked about not only copywriting, which is my background, but also business and life. So without further ado, please listen to the wonderful words of Kate Toon. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Kate Toon. <laughs> I had to say that very clearly because you've been on one of my one of my podcasts before, so it's nice to have you on the other podcast. But for this podcast, I always like to ask the existential question of who are you? Tell us in your words. Oh my goodness, who am I? I am Kate Toon. I am a mum of a twelve-year-old and a two-year-old. No, two-year-old. 
14 year old dog two-year-old <laughs> dog I wish uh I'm a business owner and um I don't know I, I might just go out there and say I'm a romantic I'm a I'm a thoughtful creative person and yeah it's an existential question I'll tell you something Emma I had this friend who was in the theatre and she used to do this line from the theatre which was who are you when you're alone in the bath and the thing about that sentence is you can change the emphasis on each word and it kind of means something different it's like who are you when you're alone in the bath who are you when you're alone in the bath when you're alone in the bath oh I don't know why I'm telling you that you might have to cut all that out no I'm not cutting that out I'm keeping it and I'm gonna now every time I'm in the bath I'm gonna think of Kate Toon and go who am I you always know I'm in the bath come on I did because you have your wonderful outdoor tub and that was quite the thing wasn't it when you shared about do you still have your outdoor bath I do I'm looking at it right now I must admit I haven't used it as much as I should because like I'd love to kind of be in it kind of naked in nature, but you know, I've got a 12 year old and, and people popping around to fix the plumbing. So it's not quite as uh, romantic as I thought it would be, but yes, it's there. Yes. yes you kind of need quite the wilderness. And I, we, we stayed somewhere up in Montville. Um, so we're going to the travel podcast, which that's, we're just leading back there. But anyway, that's part of who we are, but the um, yeah, stayed in Montville and the picture got me and it was so nice when you go to an Airbnb and it actually is like the picture. Yeah, exactly. so it was like this rainbow, beautiful, soft, pastel rainbow sunset with the bath on the edge and just their land in front. And I was like, this is our future. But shower, my husband wants an outdoor shower. Yeah, not you, bath. Can have both. you can have both. I've got shower attachments, so I can kind of do that. Okay. Yeah. No, it's in my, I've got my little tomb cave and then I come out of my tomb cave and about three steps away is my tomb bath, so tomb tub. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I love that everything's on brand. Oh yeah, it's all very Instagrammable. Everything's too. Everything's Instagrammable. Everything's tune in tune. Um, but the reason I wanted to have you here is because you do talk about personal brand so much. I mean, you've come from this copywriting background, grown your business, grown this amazing SEO digital master chef empire, and then. But you're also talking to people about why they need to show up as well, and even you yourself have gone on a bit of a journey from the tune character to to you Kate could you tell us a little bit about that sort of journey for you I think I've just summarized 10 years or something yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, um, no I think when I started out just like everybody else you start out business I didn't have a clue what I was doing I had worked in advertising that's very different to running your own thing and I think you know I, I started out this is a long time ago now about 13 years ago I looked around at what everyone was doing and I emulated that because I wanted to fit in. That was what it was all about. Mm -hmm. What does a copywriter look like? Oh, they wear a roll neck jumper and they look wistfully into the distance as they type on their keyboard. That's the image I need to portray. And I did, I tried to do that quite studiously for about three three or so years. And I didn't really enjoy it. And then a bit of a pivotal moment was that one of my clients was a brand called Sherbet Verdi, who does these 1950s pinup photos. And we did a contra deal that she would take some photos and I would write the copy, but it wasn't for my business. I so just fun photos. And then on a whim one day, I just used one of the photos. It's very 1950s image of me kind of chewing a pen, looking very ooh la la. And everything changed from that moment because mm-hmm. I stood out from everybody else. And at the same sort of time, I'd started to write content for a brand called Flying Solo. Yes. And I just started to be a bit more playful and use some weird idioms and odd adjectives and strange phrasing. And it got this response. 
And I realized then, and you know, as time has gone on, I've got more confident with it that, you know, people are looking for something different. It doesn't, not necessarily everyone's cup of tea, but um, it made me stand out from the crowd and, and the impact on my business was phenomenal in terms of new customers and money and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, I knew I was onto something, but it took me a long time to fully embrace it. And then you went on to talk about, I guess, that journey in when you're talking about the, com- the confessions of a misfit entrepreneur. And I do love there's you have a wonderful ways of putting some very strange terms together and creating some lovely imagery, wasn't it? Is it hedgehog jumpers or something? Hedgehog jumpers, yeah. And one of my favourite phrases <laughs> is um, don't wait for all your ducks to be in a row because one of them will be dead. Um, I, I like I like to take traditional phrasing and sort of turn it on its head and make it a bit weird. But yeah, I think that was a pivot. But then still, I was still a coward. I'm just going to say that I still was a little bit cowardly. So I started two other sub businesses, the recipe for SEO success and clever copywriting school. And I thought, well, no one's really going to want to be involved with these if they know that I am behind them. I don't know why I thought that lack of confidence. So I created these different brands, different logos. There was not very much me on it. Then mm. I started to introduce me, but as a cartoon character. Um, the tune thing didn't even occur to me, Emma, which is ridiculous. <laughs> this goggle-eyed, this goggle-eyed kind of cartoon avatar, which meant I didn't have to be visible. Um, that coincided with me putting on an awful lot of weight mm. and just not feeling great about my physical appearance. So it was a good cover for mm-hmm. a while. But then, you know, I I realized that actually the reason people were buying all these things was because of me. They didn't want the cartoon. They did want me. And so even though I didn't feel great about my appearance, I took the step of moving out from behind my logos and turning up online as me. And it was terrifying. But very rewarding um, in in that, well, I mean, people that keep coming to your business and they do, they want you um, and you have, you do have in um, the digital master chef, you have the people you bring in, but people do want to work with Kate Toon. Yeah, surprisingly. I mean, you know, you still sort of like, why? Um, I see some of the people who sign up for that membership, the digital master chefs, um, which is kind of like my marketing mental group. And, and I see the caliber of people signing up and I'm like, why on earth are you joining my thing? You know, and I don't know whether that's, lack of confidence or, or humility or just being proud that these people want to be in the gang because I guess as well the thing about a good personal brand is it it isn't all about you like you do so well with your 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 peeps you build a bit of a a gang I don't like to say try not the word to use anymore but you build a gang like a viking gang or like a gang with little j- matching jackets and you're there to support each other so it's about the community you may be facilitating the space you may be starting the conversation, but you're not dominating the conversation. Yeah. You're allowing other people to be in a place where they find like-minded humans. So you become like the, the lighthouse. Uh, that's not the right analogy because that makes you avoid the rocks. You become, <laughs> like, you become the light around which the flies buzz. Again, horrible analogy. Yeah, the moth, the moth, the moth to the flame. Yes. The, which the, is, flame. Like the butterflies to the flower. I don't know. Butterflies <laughs> to the flower. So you're better at this. They, yeah. Mine are all a bit creepy, but you know, I think if it, you know the people who join my membership, they're they're of a sort of certain type of person. Do you know what I mean? I'm not particularly woo woo. Um, I'm quite sarcastic. I have a certain sense of humour, a certain phrasing. It's not for everybody, but yeah. if they come to my gang, they're likely to find other people with similar sensibilities, and then you know you, you create a little group that 
kind of works well together. I love that you said the little jackets thing because I'm literally just before we got on, I was messaging um, a T-shirt printer about getting T-shirts, but I had that thing of, and it's so interesting looking at some, looking up to someone like you and who has built this amazing community and this incredible business. Um, But you still have that thing of who, who am I to, uh, who am I in the bath, but who am I to, (laughs) oh, you need the bath cream. Who am I to, oh, I don't wear T-shirts in the bath. Why do we need (laughs) T-shirts? going weird but um I but I'm like oh I want to make t-shirts I just had this that I was meant to be doing something else in at a retreat and I was listening to this song and I was supposed to be writing something down and then I was like I've got to make t-shirts I can say this and why doesn't it say that and then I went who's going to wear my t-shirt who am I to have a t-shirt That's so funny and I like that though because you're staying humble yeah like, if you thought I'm going to make t-shirts everyone's going to buy them because I'm awesome <laughs> probably people would be like god that Emma she's a bit of herself so, you know, one of my biggest goals in my business was to have branded tea towels. I don't know why. I just wanted to do it. And I put it off for a couple of years because I thought this is such a stupid idea. Now I have my branded tea towels. They go out to members when they hit year three in my membership. And people love them. But people That's want gorgeous. your T-shirts, you know? Yes, and yes. Not, not everybody is the creative type of person that's going to be brave enough to make a T-shirt. Yeah. Some people make t-shirts, some people buy t-shirts. There's enough yeah. for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. And well, and it was literally though, like the moment after I had that thought, I was like, I had a phone call with my clients the day before who had said, holding up a mug that I'd given her with somebody else's yeah. message on it, saying, one day I'll be holding this mug with yours, with your logo on it. And I was like, haha, you want my merch? I was like, but how then the next day I'd completely forgotten that, like specifically a client asking me for something. And then going, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah. But, it, you know, I, I do. Now I'm picturing it. And then I went to a few of the other clients. I was like, well, so I guess I'm making T-shirts. They're like, yes, I'll wear it and I'll buy one and I'll give it to my friend. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we're Very going cool. into the T-shirt trade. But I have, I have a whole area. I don't know why I'm pointing to this because we're on a podcast. A whole half of my office is, is dedicated to merch. So I've got, because I've got three different brands. And I have memberships and, I've, and my cover copywriting school people have been in there for seven years. And every year they get a different gift. So I've got mugs, tea towels, bags, candles, notebooks, pencils. Uh, you name it, it's got my brand on it. It's one of my happiest things. Love uh, that. Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. Well, and we are entrepreneurs. So, of course, we're going to create things. And although I don't want to go, have a product business and I'm sure you don't necessarily want to have a product business, nor do you think you're going to make bazillions of tea towels or mugs or yeah. t-shirts, but what a lovely, lovely, my branding <laughs> gift to give to them. You know, it is, it's lovely. Why would it not be? And I do buy things from other, other businesses. And then it's like, but what, t- what would tie it all together and be something nice is to actually have, yeah, even if the box, you know, you get these boxes printed, even if the box at least has, your logo on it then they feel part of the community and and we all especially you know after this last couple of years which have just been horrific and very isolating for many people people are desperate for connection and it comes to people in different ways some people a zoom call is the thing we just talked about we've been some events recently and some for some people it's having a mug with yeah. the name of someone that they name of the brand that they like on it you know like why do nike trailers sell for more than kmart trainers because they're nike they're not they're made in the same factory in china but yeah. we we want we all want to for some reason feel like we're part of something when we choose to 
and then yes. we we're wild individuals when we're not but I think it's <laughs> part of human nature to want to be part of something I love I loved the way you said that though and with uh, because I think something that people are really hesitant about and you might have experienced it too when you're talking to business business owners about putting themselves forward is that they say oh but I don't want it to all be about me and it feels like this shameless self-promotion but it's like but you are the connect the connection piece you why if they want writing there are thousands of writers why would they pick you over someone else because of you because of your values because of how you show up that's the stuff you're talking about not just look at this selfie look at me look at all the wonderful things I'm doing and I'm so awesome so buy the t-shirt and get the mug it's it is it's it's what you've created that you're attracting and as you said that you've created this community and then it's not just you they're getting they get all the other wonderful people who share those similar values that's it the values thing you've you've said that a few times and and it's at the heart of everything people want to buy from people whose values are aligned with their own yeah, like I don't want to buy from you and then find out you're a member of the Ku Klux Klan. You know, yeah. that, that would not, be, I wouldn't want your mug then. I'd away. <laughs> so, you know, so you have to define what your values are, what you stand for, what you won't stand for in your industry. And then you have to communicate that. You can't just say, this is my value. You have to communicate it in everything you do, how you behave, how you treat others. And then people go, I like the cut of her jib. She's, we, I had a post about it in Misfits. I'm like, you know, sometimes you see someone write a comment and you're like, I like you. I'd like to be friends with you. I mean, not actually physically have to meet you or talk to you because I'm an introvert, but you seem cool, <laughs> you know? And it, yeah. I think the thing is people associate having a personal brand and putting themselves out there as any kind of a leader that you have to be some kind of Beyonce on a stage, on some mm. lofty plinth. You have to be better than everybody else, but you don't. It's not about that. I'm not better than anybody else. I'm good at a few things. I'm one of these people who's marginally good at quite a few things and not excellent at anything. But, and I can teach people a few things. But as you said, it's a lot more, especially in the membership, about bringing like-minded people together and giving them a safe space. That's why people join, not because they're expecting me to drop knowledge bombs every five minutes. So, yeah, I think the very fact that people are humble enough to say, oh, no one's going to want to buy my mug actually would make me go, I want to buy your mug even more than I did before you mentioned it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like that, that, yeah. That's the value I like. But like I dangling value, the carrot. <laughs> yeah, I value confident, humble confidence, you know? Like I value that. Someone who, who hasn't gone, yeah, I've made it, I'm awesome. That's not appealing to me. I don't want someone who's made it to the top. I want someone who's still struggling up the mountain. Maybe they're a couple of steps ahead of me on the mountain, but they're still mm. on the struggle, and I like that. Yeah, and I I heard you recently talk on Tina Tower's podcast and I just loved, um, you know, you're saying it again today, you know, very humble. I don't quite recognise how we all see you because you have done some amazing things, but you also know all the story behind that. And you also said it's not like you had, you did have one year where you said it was like you made it, but then you got to keep on making it and keep on making it. That was my year of being a knob. I think I mentioned that (laughs) Tina's. Uh, thing because she was like when you know have you made it and Tina's a very different beast to me she celebrates her success in a, in a different way and I, and I probably say it, she's more confident than me although she may not agree but yeah I had this one year where everything was just golden you know I was getting invited to speak overseas things were selling I was having eight hour sellouts of my course and hundred thousand dollar days and you know I had new outfits from New York when I went to spoke there oh god I was so up myself Emma um and then I'm really 
glad in a horrible touch with terrible thing to say way that COVID came along and kicked, kicked me in the ass because um, it gave me a reality check. It made me realize that a lot of what I was celebrating was puff and piddle and didn't really matter. And it made me get back to my core values because I think I'd lost sight of them a little bit. Mm -hmm. you know? Why do you speak at an event? Is it to connect with people, to help people, to educate? Or is it because you fancy a bit of a piss up and a party and showing off in a new outfit? You know, yeah. I'm not saying either is wrong. No, no, no. aware of it. <laughs> but know why you're doing things. Yeah, and exactly. I know you also talked about, yeah, like, um sort of very honestly about your uh income fluctuations as well yeah. or and how that looked uh which is really very it's very helpful for people because you can you can just see all the shiny objects and see all the glittery posts and see all the flitting about and again we were talking off air about you know I'm quite tired today after doing five cities in the last month and you forget you don't see all the behind the scenes that comes with the showing up on yeah. the stage or in the fancy place or in the gorgeous outfit or you know with all the smiles yeah it's quite stressful and quite <laughs> draining um I, re I mean we're talking about glamorous events I recently went and spoke at an event in Wagga Wagga which obviously is super glamorous love, yeah. love oh, the Wagga. Yeah. if you're in Wagga I love you Wagga but you know it was only supposed to be a short little trip but on the way they lost my luggage and I didn't have any outfits and I had to go to Kmart and there'd been a run on knickers in Kmart so they only had like size six or size 26 um and so you know I had to buy some size I couldn't get one cheek into the size six I had to buy some size 26s and kind of wrap them around myself and you know no makeup nothing I was like I'm gonna have to go and speak at this event and I, I was on my own and I don't know I was like what about what am I doing you know yeah. in the end it all turned out to be wonderful the people who run the event with magic and my bag turned out but you know what people and I did share because I'm an idiot and I share everything um I did share the experiences, but if a fleeting glance, if all you'd seen is the picture of me at the event going, ha, 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 with my microphone, you'd have gone, oh my God, she's having such a great time. You wouldn't have seen me frantically, you know, wading through flesh-coloured underwear in Kmart's bucket bin. Which, yeah. <laughs> <that was> <laughs> hashtag goals. Um, <laughs> but no, but you do share that, and I know that, especially the last two years as well, you shared a lot about your, um, what I was going to come to before with the income yeah. fluctuations, but also when you had that massive success, um, there wasn't necessarily set up properly. I know that you're a prof, I'm a newly profit first convert. Oh, profit uh, I've been doing my number little calculator this morning. It's, it's quite exciting. Um, you know, and it's very like manifesty and then you're like, Oh, I've got to like actually do all of that to do that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it's very helpful to understand where the money, cause I used to do be like, yay, $3,000 sale. Three thousand dollars. He's like, no, no, that's probably more like uh, eight dollars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's good to know because it's uh, it's more realistic. But anyway, that I know that you talked about that, and then it was that looking at okay, well, what am I actually going to use my income for, and what is my life? What do I want in my life? And the yeah. you know, you've got the van now. I know. I'm just telling your whole life story. But... Thank you. No, but it's like your question: Who are you uh, when you're alone in the bath? Um, who are you? What's this all about? Why are you doing this? You know, not to get too existential, but you, you know, I had a period where I made some money and it's never quite as much as you think. You know, I thought I'd be bathing in champagne. You know, a lot of it goes to the tax man. Your expenses go up. I got in debt and then I got into profit first, which was life changing. And I have been able to make some big financial moves myself. I paid the mortgage off and I bought two investment properties on my own. I mean, they're not okay. mine, they're the banks. But those are big moves from somebody yeah. who six years ago was 60, 60 grand in debt. 
you know, to the tax office. So, you know, but then you get to the point you're like, well, great, I, I am comfortable. How much more money do I need? And what sacrifices am I willing to make for that? What do I want to do with that money? What do I want my life to look like? I'm 47. I've got a bit of time left to go doing this. How can I keep turning up? I'm on my 24th launch of the rest mm-hmm. of the success course. How do I keep making that interesting? Not just for the customers, because there's new customers all the time. They haven't seen this before. But yeah. how do I make it interesting for me? Yeah. Because when you start to get that kind of high, it's okay, in your voice, people hear it. People know that you've lost, the light has gone out of your eyes, you know? Yeah. So I'm on this journey now to really enjoy the minutiae of my business, you know, and find pleasure beyond the money, beyond the ego, beyond the testimonials, the results, even awards. I entered a few awards last year, which again, I thought would be eye shudderingly amazing. And it was nice, but it made no bloody difference whatsoever. So, yeah. you know, you tick off all the things and then you're like, eh, who are you when you're alone in the bath? You know, that's oh, the I name know. of this episode. Man. Uh, who, who are you when you're alone in the bath? It's, yeah, it's going to be like, oh, what the hell are these two on about? It'll <laughs> be the highest one. You'll be like, I don't know what they're doing in the bath. It's so, it's so important. And that's why when I'm working with a client, they're so surprised that a lot of the stuff that I talked about first because they like they want to work on the business obviously or they're investing money I mean some people come because they do want to work on themselves but they don't realize how much of it is them and it's like but why did you start your business why are you doing what you're doing what do you want in life that is saying everything and if you don't know those things or you haven't explored those things how would you know where you're going to go and how and how would you bring those things in if you don't even know why would other people come and buy into that yeah, and I think the truth is I didn't know. Like, you know, we always have to talk about Simon Sinek on a, on a podcast <laughs> because, you know, it's just the law. But, you know, he says, you know, what's your why? And I spent a long time going, I don't have a why. Um, I don't have a big why. I have a tiny why. And, I, you know, I've talked about this on podcasts before. Yes. I like to have a nice day, you know. I like to have a nice day with minimal drama. I like to come to my little office, talk to some cool people, like your good self. Do help a few people, make a few daft things, get some tea towels, you know, um, and then finish, hang out with my son, have something nice for dinner and watch Kelly. And that sounds so minimal, but I saw this meme on, on social media the other day and it kind of head home. I, I live my life by, my, by memes. And it was like, you know, if you got to wake up in a bed today and have breakfast and hug your child, you've won the, loss, the life lottery. You know, yeah. 90% of the planet had not having that experience right now. And so I think while a lot of us look for big, juicy, dream big whys, there is nothing wrong with having small whys, just being happy, helping a few people, being comfortable. I think there's nothing wrong with that. And that's where I've got to now. Like, I don't need a massive goal to smash. Just want to have a nice day. (laughs) Just want to have a nice day. I love it. Well, you're going to love my T-shirt. I'll send you one. It says, have a lovely day. There you go. This might be a bit high, though. That might be going... You're like, no, no, I want to go bring lovely the bar day. down. No, lovely day is good. Nice yeah. day is, 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 you know, average. My stretch goal is lovely day. Okay, it's good. Two L's. Yeah, with two L's, if it, otherwise it's spelt wrong. But um, no, I like that. And you said that on the Tina one, and it reminded me on the Tina podcast, and it reminded me, yeah, it, it made me go, yeah, because you're going, oh, I've got to have this mission statement. It's got to be big. And it's like, why can't it be just to have a nice life? Um, and mine was I was like I want to live a life that I love yeah 
and I want to help others to do the same. And then the way that they do that is through, you know, whatever, showing up as themselves and then bringing in the business and doing all that and then buying the things they like and doing things they like. But the fundamental, everything that comes back to is that I want to live a life that I love. I don't want to be doing things that I don't want to be doing or doing it all completely to please other people because that's not going to serve anyone in the end, is it? Well, this is it. And it comes back to that personal brand of, you know, bringing it back to the what we were talking about at the beginning. Why is it important to have a personal brand? Yes, it builds connection and trust and people know, like and trust and they'll buy from you. But there is nothing better than being comfortable in your own skin and being confident about who you are and being able to live that reality every day without having to pretend to be something you're not. You know, I used to work in the corporate environment and wear pencil skirts and go to meetings and sweat over PowerPoint presentations and spend so much time trying to be something that I thought other people wanted me to be. Probably I didn't care. And there is such joy in turning up as your, you know, fluffy head, imperfect coffee stain on your boob self, talking about what you value and what you want to talk about and just enjoying that. You know, that's huge to just be comfortable being yourself. And so that's why personal branding is important, because if you do the work and you work out your values and you think about your brand personality and what you want to talk about and what you don't and you set your boundaries, then you get to just be you all the time. And that is such a relief. Yes. A big sigh. A big <laughs> sigh and breath of fresh air and loveliness. It is. Oh, gosh, you just you just summarized it all so well for us. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't even say give us a tip for the audience if they want to show up as themselves but I feel like it's just like be you but but it's hard I mean how do you be you I do think there's work to do I think you know you do need to sit down and go what do I value in this world what do I stand for what will I not stand for and and you need to look at your negative personality traits because they will come out whether Mm -hmm. you or not and you know so one of mine is that I, I I you know I call a spade a spade, as they say. I'm quite honest. And um, sometimes that bites me on the bottom. Sometimes people ask for your thoughts and opinions, but they want it, they want it delivered in a nice soft package. And sometimes my package isn't soft enough, you know? Yeah. So I have to own that and I have to caveat things by saying, This are you do you really want to hear this? Because if you, you know, this is how it's going to be, because I can't be any other way. And if, and if that's not for you, then I'm not for you. Yeah, and, and that's acknowledging uh, it's not necessarily a negative but a sigh so mm-hmm. I do think there's work to do and I do think that you know you need to counter the edges of your personality we all have extremes you know I have a ridiculously dark sense of humor do I put all of that online no you know I have started to share more of my political views and my uh, world views because I think the world wants that now yeah you can't stand silently by while terrible things are happening in the world and say, I don't talk about that because it's not my business. It's like, well, I need, I kind of want to know where you stand on this issue because if you're on that side, kind of maybe not my, my kind of person I want to work with. Yes. So there is work to do, but I don't think it needs to be done all at once. It's no. It's going to be six years to kind of get to the point where I can vaguely talk about certain topics. And still I have moments where I'm like, oh God, I probably shouldn't post this because I just can't deal with the comments you know so it's a it's a journey for sure but the red flags and it's interesting because sometimes I do ask my you know people I'm working with first what they don't want because it is hard to say necessarily what you do want but I'm like okay let's look at a time where you were not enjoying your work or why were you not enjoying your work and then let's flip that around you know or and sometimes people are really good at saying the want so they don't know what they don't want 
but it's, you know, I don't want that. And it's like, okay, cool. Then remember that. And when that comes up and somebody comes to you and you see that red flag, you see that thing that you don't want, don't say yes, (laughs) say no. And the saying no, and that's hard too. Sometimes it's closing the doors off or closing off what feels like opportunity. But every time you're saying yes to those other things, you're taken away from where you really want to go and what you really want for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think you do it perfectly right. Like often when I'm talking about values, I don't tell ask people what they stand for. I say, what won't you stand for? What do you not like about your industry? And then we can flip it. And I think that's human nature. It's a copywriting tactic as, as well. Humans are much scared of losing something. Their desire not to lose something is bigger than their desire to gain something. So it's much worse to lose a client. You know, if you say, if you write some copy and it's like, are you tired of losing clients? That's a more powerful headline, like, would, then would you like to win more clients? Yeah. We're terrified of losing. We're fearful of, you know, we've made our little kingdom. We've got our things. We've got our little personality. Don't take that away from me. So unfortunately, it's human nature, but I like the way that you take the negative and you flip it into a positive. That's yeah. what I, like I don't like to live in a world of FOMO and false scarcity and deprivation, but I do think it's a useful root point to get to what you do on abundance and joy and all of that good stuff yeah well I mean we've all had experiences but you know I think sometimes people try and wipe things out of their journey you know I had a friend who was um, on MasterChef and then we were talking about sort of what's next like don't want to do that anymore it's like but you have to acknowledge that that was part of your journey and you are here today doing the things that you get to do next because of of that maybe you don't want it again that's okay but acknowledge that was part of the journey and that people might recognize you through that it's like if you decided you don't want to do copywriting anymore even though you just gave some brilliant advice um you know if you would decide you want to do that anymore it'd be so bad to be like nope I no longer do writing talk to me about the writing lady I mean Melissa George got a huge backlash because she tried to deny her home and away life and we were like you are angel and you will always be angel it's a rich tapestry you know like I've got a friend Alana Wilcox who has this Instagram called spinny bums and she weaves these beautiful kind of tapestries and they've got like bits of fluff and things in them. And it's like the bit of fluff isn't the imperfection, it's part of the tapestry. You know, it draws your eye for a minute, then your eye moves somewhere else. I love that. You know, it's a rich tapestry that we're creating here and it all, all plays a part. And, you know, if you don't acknowledge all of that, it unravels. There we go. I finished that metaphor beautifully. So beautifully. And we both have quite a bit of fluff. Yeah, we're very fluffy today. We're very f- on the podcast. You you outfluff me. I mean, that is like Rapunzel hair. We are talking about our hair, by the way. <laughs> you can't see it. We're like oh, we're stroking our, our fluff, fluffy hair on our head. Yes. Um, our yes, head hair. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> I love it. You're brilliant as always. I never know where it's going to go, but I always know it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and I'm just, I think you you shine a lovely light from wherever it is um, with your brand, and you give people permission to stand up as themselves as well which is such a gift well I look forward to getting my mug and my t-shirt oh god I've gone we've gone all the way I'm gonna get your special one printed <laughs> tell us I mean if it's not already obvious how do we connect with you or how would you most like people to connect with you and find you um yeah I think that's a lovely question um see, lovely we've said lovely about a hundred times you're so lucky that's Ding. my name I, I bet your real name Ding. is you know Smith. um uh yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying Instagram at the moment. I find it quite a soft, gentle place. Once you get through all the, the, yeah, the face filters and the, the puffy lips and the eyelashes, I, I find the connections on Instagram are very gentle and warm. 
as compared to maybe Facebook and LinkedIn. So I'm, I'm loving LinkedIn, uh, uh, Instagram. So Kate Toon on Instagram. And which you've had multiple in the past. So which podcast, because I do love, we do love listening to you, which podcast could we listen to you on at the moment? Well, I've only got one now. I had three. So I'm only working on the recipe for SEO success, which is great if you want to learn about marketing, digital marketing. But I am launching my new podcast, Kate Toon Series 3. Um, and I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be about because I've decided not to dissipate that creative energy. Uh, I did that a bit too much the last few years. I talked projects out before I even finished them. Mm. Um, I'm very excited about my new series, which I hope to kick off in June, um, which is my birthday month. So I feel like that's epic. And it's going to be a bit more touchy feely and a bit more woo woo, Emma. I think you'll like it. I will love it. Oh, I did enjoy when you did that. Was the one where you did the daily podcasting? Oh yeah, I talked to my mum and my dog and my dad and everybody. It was full on. Was it during COVID? Because I feel yeah. like I was walking on the beach. It was when COVID just started, and we all thought it would only be a few months. Mm. And I thought I'm going to do a podcast today during COVID, and then COVID just kept going on and on. <laughs> so I think I made about. I think I did about 32 days of doing a podcast today and it was a great experience but it was way too much and uh never again okay so for smaller doses of kate to listen to the <laughs> kate to kate Toon podcast or if you want to like binge you can yes. binge on the back series yeah exactly amazing thank you so much and i hope you have a lovely day thank you for joining me today for another episode of live and love your brand I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, lovely communications and please do join the gorgeous community live and love your brand our facebook group or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand then head on over to lovelycommunications.com again lovely is l-o-v-e-l-l-y communications.com to learn how you can work with me my clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of from starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life. They have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.